Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of the Philosopher Show. We're excited to jump straight into it, but first, a disclaimer. In philosophy, there's disagreement on just about everything, including the word disagreement itself. So everything we're presenting here is and should be up for your interpretation, and no good philosopher worth his or her salt will tell you otherwise. So please use what we are sharing with you in this podcast as a springboard for your own further inquiry. If we spark your interest in learning more about the subject, we've achieved what we set out to do. Alright, let's uh, quickly go on to the introductions. So I'm Jay. I was born and raised in California, and I'm currently a high school student in Japan. I got interested in philosophy sometime in middle school, and I got my hands on the copy of the book, The Story of Philosophy, and I couldn't get enough of it. Uh, I really like to get into the nitty-gritty of philosophy, the deeper concepts and thought experiments that interest me the most. And I'm Isabel. I attend the same school as Jay. We both co-run the philosophy club here. I like to focus more on the practical implications of philosophy and how it ties in with other subjects like history, computer science, and political science. I'm drawn to it because I feel like it improves your ability to critically think and analyze stuff, gives you tools to assess ethical issues, helps you logically and effectively evaluate information, makes you a better listener, and just helps you understand the viewpoints of those around you. Hopefully our skill sets and interests will come together to bring you an informative and unique podcast. Okay, so let's tackle the big question. What is philosophy? So, these days, when people talk about philosophy, they're typically referring to something beyond the realm of the ordinary. Stuff like, there's a universe out there where I become president. Or, maybe like in the movies, we're in the Matrix and all our lives are an illusion. As complex as these ideas are, we can't really analyze them without understanding the basics of philosophy. So, let's start with the meaning of the word philosophy. If we split the word, we get two parts, philo and sophie. So, in Greek, philo means love. For all the biologists and chemists out there, think of hydrophilic molecules. They're molecules which are attracted to water. Molecules that love water. Or maybe think of an audiophile, a person who loves music. Now, in Greek, sophie means wisdom. So if we take the words philo and sophie and put them together, we can get a definition which roughly can be simplified to the love of wisdom. In terms of its origins, the history of Western philosophy in particular can be broken up into the pre-Socratic age, which is when Thales, widely acknowledged as the first known philosopher, was alive, and the time after Socrates' ideas revolutionized philosophy, which is known as the Socratic or the Classical period, uh, from the 5th to 4th century BC. That's when Plato, who was Socrates' student, and Aristotle, who was Plato's student, were around. You've probably heard of those guys. During this time, there were no distinctions between philosophers and mathematicians, and scientists and artists. These fields were all just being born, and a philosopher was essentially a jack-of-all-trades. Aristotle, for example, was a philosopher, a biologist, and a physicist. Thought and knowledge and discovery were expanding at an astronomical pace in literally every area during those times. But, by the time Europe entered the Dark Ages in the 4th century AD, there weren't many new ideas floating around. It wasn't until the 11th century that fresh concepts in philosophy began to emerge again. This was a time where the thinkers of the day were very concerned with religion and trying to figure out how to reconcile Aristotelian thought and classical Greek philosophy with theology and the existence of God. Over the next several hundred years, philosophy evolved along with advances in science, growth of liberalism, and greater religious tolerance, and moved from the age of reason in the 17th century to the age of the Enlightenment in the 18th century. By the modern post-19th century age, Philosophy had branched out into three main areas, and thinkers tend to be very focused on their specific area of interest. So let's talk about those three main ideas, and go over what each of them means. They are ethics, epistemology, and metaphysics. 
Let's start off with ethics. I mean, everyone's heard the word before, but what does it mean from a philosophical viewpoint? In general, ethics refers to how those in society should act and what is considered good versus what is considered bad. It permeates pretty much every single one of our daily actions, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, I mean, from how we conduct ourselves and behave with people to what we wear. Was it made under ethical conditions or by child labor in the developing world? The vegetables we eat, were they sustainably sourced or harmful to the planet, locally grown or flown in from halfway around the world causing huge carbon emissions? What we had for breakfast, was it meat that was pasture-raised or bred under inhumane conditions in cages? Generally, ethics means all the actions we take and what we do. But it also can refer to the larger and pressing societal questions about things such as capital punishment and human rights, racial justice, class, and gender inequality. In short, ethical inquiry relates to anything having to do with morals and subjective moral standards. Some of the most famous philosophers dealing with ethics were Immanuel Kant, uh, John Stuart Mill, and uh, Jeremy Bentham. We'll talk more about them and the field itself in future episodes. Now, uh, let's move on to epistemology, or the theory of knowledge. Huh, that's a real phrase, isn't it? You know, these guys love their uh, vague, dramatic-sounding phrases. Uh, so if we were to simplify this phrase, uh, the theory of knowledge, you know, what does it actually mean? Uh, well, it breaks down into two things. Uh, one, the nature of knowledge, what does it mean to know something? And two, the extent of knowledge, how much can we know? You know can we really know anything? The nature of knowledge deals with what knowledge actually is. What does knowledge mean? For example, what is the difference between theoretically knowing everything there is to know about color, for instance, the wavelengths of different colors, the properties of the light spectrum, etc., etc., and actually seeing color? The extent of knowledge, meanwhile, asks us to try and figure out how much can we know? Is there anything we can't know? What are we capable of processing? For example, can we ever figure out what happens to us after we die, or are there some things that are just beyond our reach? Those, in a nutshell, are the kinds of questions epistemology deals with. Some famous epistemologists include John Locke, René Descartes, and Baruch Spinoza. We'll be learning more about them later. Uh, now, on to metaphysics. So, uh, metaphysics is the black sheep of the three branches of philosophy. It's the uh, it's that one which still brings a roller backpack to school in, in like, eighth grade. Wait, dude, that was me. <laughs> uh, Alright, swiftly moving on. <laughs> Ancient philosophers called metaphysics the science of first causes also known as the science of unchanging things. They were trying to answer the question, if everything has a cause, what was the first cause? Unfortunately, the concept of metaphysics got diluted because it came to encompass much broader ideas such as the mind-body problem and the problem of free will. These questions actually shouldn't have had anything to do with the science of unchanging things. Because of the drift away from its original intent, metaphysics is now pretty much considered the miscellaneous branch of philosophy, where everything that doesn't fit into epistemology or ethics kind of gets shoved into. To expand a little bit more on what Jay said earlier about the first cause, if you think about everything in life, or even everything in the universe, being caused by something else, there has to be a domino effect in place. One domino has to fall because of another, but who pushed the first domino? Maybe God, or maybe there's a more scientific way to explain things. We don't really know. But that was the original question that metaphysics tried to answer. Parmenides, Plato, Aristotle, Leibniz are important names to remember in metaphysics. So, just to recap, we've gone over what the word philosophy means, its historical origins, the three main subject areas, and the great thinkers associated with each one. We'll be talking more about each of these areas in upcoming episodes. We're getting to the end of this episode, but before we go, I'd like to introduce a segment of this podcast we want to call Philosophy Bites. 
There will be fun short stories from the world of philosophy. So, does everyone remember Pythagoras? The guy with the theorem, the、uh, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Yeah, exactly that guy. So, one thing you might have not known about him was that he was a philosopher. In fact, he had his own cult called Pythagoreanism, and those who followed him believed that everything could be explained through numbers. Your dog, numbers. Your hot pocket, numbers. So there's a story about a member of his cult named Hippasusis. Hippasus. Hippas. Hip. Hippasus. Just help me out here. All right, Hippasus. Let's go with that. Okay, Hippasus. Okay. So Hippasus discovered the concept of irrational numbers, which flew completely in the face of Pythagorean beliefs, and he apparently really ticked off members of the cult. So, what do you do when you're faced with someone who has opposing views? Do you exchange your ideas in a calm and civilized manner over a nice barrel of Greek wine? No. At least the Pythagoreans didn't seem to think so. They went with the more traditional option of their times and drowned poor Hippasus. Hippasus. Well. Okay, the sources are a bit conflicting on the last part, but at the very least, he was expelled from the Pythagorean order. <laughs> I'll have to、uh, remember that next time I look at a right triangle.、Uh, on that、uh, uplifting note, we want to thank you guys for listening to the Philosopher Show. Next time, we'll be talking about death and goldfish. We'll analyze the different interpretations of heaven, hell, and the afterlife. We hope you enjoyed our first episode on the basics of philosophy, and that you'll join us again next time. Until then.